back at it again. Listen, I promise you all three things. The latest, the greatest, and as always, nothing but the exclusive. And today's no different. Welcome back to another episode of Track by Track with Diamond Key Starn. And on this episode of Track by Track, I get um, cause I get up close and personal with somebody that changed my musical life. It's not often that I come across a person that creates something so good it makes me say, oh, no, 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 no. And this individual has given me 10 minutes of orgasmic pleasure. When I tell you all, he's given me the story to give to my boyfriend. He's given me the apology to give to my side nigga. I mean, baby, when I tell you <laughs> behavior has changed my behavior, hey, Paul oh, Almighty. God. Hey man, what an introduction! <laughs> so if they, don't, if they don't introduce me like that, I don't want it. I just don't want it. Period, and that's on period, friend. So let me tell you all. It. You all remember? Remember me and Apollo got together a few weeks ago for um, Rainbow Fur Magazine. He had just dropped the single "Bless My Soul," and baby, I told y'all then it blessed my soul. So then a couple weeks went by. Whoa. <laughs> Apollo hits social media with his Instagram live series. Y'all know he didn't invite me, but we ain't going to talk about that. But he hits it with his Instagram live series. Everybody talking to him. He that boy. And then the album drops, and it's a shift in the atmosphere because the behavior starts to change because for 10 minutes, for three songs, you get you – you take a moment out of your life to get caught up in what's going on in your relationship and your situationship, if you like me. Ew. So I had to hit Apollo on the line like Brody. We got to talk about this. So without further ado, track number one, all my tea. For me, Apollo writes me a story that I was able to copy and paste to my nigga who locked up like, when I think about you, this is how I feel. Paste song by Apollo Mighty. Oh, my team, <laughs> Apollo, give me the insight to track one, Almighty. Oh, uh, so, yeah, I'm Almighty, that was the – I wrote that song about a year and a half ago, or I started writing it, rather. Um, and I was really just going through some shit. I was, I was unable to really stay focused at the time on what it was that I needed to do. And it was a, it was a couple of different reasons. It was because I was um, chasing after some shit that I really shouldn't have been chasing after, um, mm. be it love or and a high. Like, I really was, um, I was, like, experimenting. I was living by myself, and I was just in a place of just really not knowing who the fuck I was anymore. I was kind of losing myself. And I was very, if I could be honest, I was delusional. So um, I kind of personified that emotion in a song. And I, I think somebody told me a long time ago, like, everybody's worshiping something. Like, like either you're worshiping your healing, you're putting your healing first, or you're putting, you know, your dysfunction first. If you're, you're either worshiping your money or you're, or you're worshiping the situation that you're in that's keeping you, like, not like, being able to do better. And so that's kind of what the song is about. Um, the track I got from uh, Kayvon, who is signed to the same record label as me, and from the very first moment I heard it, it just kind of, like, captivated me. Like, I could not get away from it. 
And I remember the first time I heard it, it was I was walking outside and I put it on my in my headphones and it and it was raining. And so the first um sign or the first like moment that I had with the song, I just kinda got this idea of this scene of um wet streets and low lights, like low red lights and it just it, it just felt like it felt intentional and it felt like a on some creep shit, like late night, like I'm going to see somebody I ain't supposed to be seeing. I'm going to do some shit at 3 o'clock in the morning that I shouldn't be doing, but I can't help it kind of thing. Or, or I'm choosing not to help it, if that makes any sense. So um, around this time, around a few, like a few months ago, I got back into the booth. And, uh, yeah, that, that song, it took me a minute to record it because, I mean, I really wanted it to flow perfectly. And then I remember uh, I was working with Rob. Rob is my engineer. I walked in on that last take. And it just kind of came right out, and I was like, "Okay, we got it." And sure enough, like everything you hear on there was pretty much like two takes. And uh, yeah, so tell me this: I want to know because I'm beefing with my team right now. Like we beefing over you. I I want you to know that, like legit beefing. So Almighty Track One, is it? And I need you. To answer this, <laughs> like I want you to answer it, because I want to make sure I'm right. Is track one for a person who's in a relationship and or a situationship? Is track one the apology or the explanation? Track one is the explanation. <laughs> That's what I'm just for the record from the creator himself, Apollo Mighty. <laughs> one more time for the one time. Track one is the I'm listening. It's for it's the explanation. And from for and me, that's why I, I'm Diamond yeah. Keyson because I told these mugs, I said, yo, I said, this the explanation. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I wrote you a song to sing it. I said, nah, baby. I said, that's not the apology yet. I said, that's the explanation. Okay. So, boom. Right. I'm by The apology is I'm coming. I'm telling everybody. The apology is definitely coming. I'm telling everybody. Coming. I'm in love, and we talking, and then after three minutes and 33 seconds, whew, we shifting to track two called Heaven. Yeah. I, whew, Heaven is that song that makes you look within yourself to see what you're doing or not doing, what you did or didn't do, what you will or won't do, because boom, nigga, right. boom, so what you're going to do, Okay. So Apollo right. Mighty, track two, Heaven. Oh, uh, okay. So with with Heaven, man, uh, I get so wrapped up in my head around what's right and what's wrong that sometimes I don't make a decision at all because I, because sometimes like you can do something. Or you can make a decision to do something in life that that may be seemingly right, that may be, you know, what all your friends are telling you is the right thing to do, but it just don't feel right to you. And I felt I started doing like a lot of research on myself, but like I, I got very intentional about knowing why I make certain decisions. And a lot of the fears and stuff that I have about life itself come from things that were ingrained in me when I was a kid like in church, and I'm like, I've gone through my entire life searching for this idea of heaven and trying to live up to this idea of, of, of righteousness 
that I don't know nobody that's ever lived up to it, ever. And I'm stressing myself out. I'm putting myself through unnecessary drama, unnecessary stress. I'm not fully living. And who is it for? Like, I'm, I'm in this life. I am who I am. And so I need to find a way to, to show acceptance and find acceptance for who I am other versus trying to live up to something that ain't nobody really, like, around to help me or to try to figure that shit out anyway. So heaven is, I mean, you're right. It was just me struggling with that idea and that concept for most of my adult life and finally being like, you know what, if, if it's really out there, then it's, it's really got to be, it's got to be within me first. If heaven does exist, I have to, I have to claim it for myself before I, before I let somebody else define what heaven looks like for me. Mm, come on, take me there. Okay. So you got deep. Yeah. I'm a pretty now, introspective person, so. Oh, baby, you show all. Oh, my God, you are. Now, after two minutes and 58 seconds of exploring oneself and the meaning of heaven in relation to the life in which you live, hello, somebody, did you catch it? If you did, <laughs> catch up. Now, after two minutes and 58 seconds, mm, now for me, for me, this ain't from Apollo. This is from, from me. I started to apologize. This was my apology, and it so happened that Apollo Mighty entitled it Arrival, featuring Mr. Mayo. Ow, but mm-hmm. Arrival for me, it's beautiful, it's intimate, it's passionate, it's intricate, it's delightful, it's apologetic, it's... Um, promising. It is everything you desire of an R&B organic track. And Apollo Mighty had the audacity to give me three minutes and 25 seconds. Apollo Mighty, <laughs> present to me the arrival. Arrival for me was about a decision. It was about mm. the choice between, almost between, between the streets and the crib. Like, and I'm not mm. saying that you know it, it has to be this definite thing or whatever. Like, I'm not. It's, it's not to say one is better than the other. You do it. You do what's best for yourself. But for me, it was. I had kind of gotten tired of burning myself out, running and trying to seek these things that were destroying me. So the, the thing that I'm talking mm. about in Arrival. I mean, the thing I'm talking about in Almighty had power over me, and it should not have had power over me. It was destroying mm-hmm. me from the inside out. And so in Arrival, it's a literally about me giving myself a chance at happiness. It's about me giving myself the opportunity to 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 experience this, type, this, this real love like I'm talking about. And it just starts with a simple invitation, like, okay, come, come here. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm curious. Can you come over? I want to rub your head. I want you to rub my head. Let's watch some TV. Let's chill. And it was it was an opportunity for me to really tap into my romantic and curious side. Uh, it was inspired by my my boyfriend now, who I had just started dating at the time when I wrote it. And he would always he would always wait until like evening time not that like not that because he was just trying to be a jump off but it was kind of like I, w- I was working all the time I didn't get up till late and he didn't get up till late and I'd be in my bed and then he would just text me like is it crazy that I want to see you 
and I'd be like, it's not, because I want to see y'all ass too. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that was kind of how it started. Like, I would get up out of bed. And like, oh, see him. I um, want to see somebody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, and I think it's just, I think it's something about that initial thing that gets us. You know what I'm saying? It's just that, damn, like there's somebody out there that really wants to chill with me or there's somebody who I really want to see. And we don't talk enough about that anticipation. We don't talk enough about that excitement in music for me. It's always like, mm. I'm fucking this bitch. I know this bitch. I'm finna go. I'm like, okay, I feel that. Like, cool, you know, cool. But it's something about that attraction. It's something about that, mm, that, that initial, like, damn, I'm finna go see somebody. Like that, you know that little Leah song, Can You Come Over? It's that kind of can thing. I, and I, just, I love that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just thinking about that just makes my heart be like, it just, it just makes, it just turns me on, honestly. Like, feeling like there's something that I'm about to do, that anticipation really gets me hot. So, mm. I wrote about it. I wrote about it, and then um, I recorded it, and then I wanted my homegirl, uh, Mr. Mayo, to come and jump on it because she got, like, that real sweet kind of, like, siren-y voice. And, mm-hmm. I, and she laid, like, she laid, like, a couple little scratch tracks on top of it and fucked that shit up for me, and I loved it. It was, it, was a, it was fun to make. It was fun to write. It's been fun to perform. The video was hot. Um, all of it. I, I just loved it. I loved that entire aspect of the project. Everything about Arrival, I've loved. So, three hundred. And 25 seconds later, Arrival comes to an end, and so does the project, because Apollo phony is shit, but we won't talk about that. So <laughs> three songs, behavior. Now, I want to ask you this, because y'all know Apollo, my friend, so I'll be in his business. Y'all can't, but I do. Um, Apollo, I want to ask you this, because I know, and I'm about to let them know, when you started this project, started working on, it, on this project, it was just you you was in this cipher of you and you only. Like you said, Almighty showed us what was tearing you apart and eating you up inside. And by the time mm-hmm. we get to arrival, we're in this ism that involves someone else and is taking you to a different place. Did mm-hmm. you ever think that the words in which you were presenting on the track would really be a blueprint of what your life was going to be at that moment when this project then end up, ended up dropping in 2020? Absolutely not. No. No, I was just writing. I just, um, I was just writing. I just, I saw a narrative. I heard a narrative in my head and I put it on, I put it on paper. That was it. And so for me to be living it, um, and for me to have another project that's also inspired by what's going on with me right now, that's coming out soon, was in, was was incredible too. So, for me getting another one. Now, mind you, y'all, you a are. follower tell y'all I got right on his live video and was talking shit like, oh, oh, yes, oh, oh, so you done after ten minutes? You done? We just done? Yeah. Like I was very open and honest with my friends. So to hear. Yeah. That there's something else coming. All I know is it better not be eight minutes long, but I'm about my business. But anyways, Apollo, now we got through the 10 minutes of this track. We've gotten emotional. We've gotten personal. We've gotten deep. I need you to do this for me. The cover to behavior. Now, if you all look at the cover artwork on any streaming platform, you'll notice that it's upside down. 
but it's also right side up at the exact same time. Now, if you get it on vinyl or CD and you let it spin around in front of you, you notice that it's this never-ending loop of upside down, right side up, right side up, upside down. That speaks volumes. So, Apollo Mighty, help me understand the concept that you designed in your mind that brought us to the cover artwork that we were bringing, that we've been presented with. You want the tea? You want the real tea? All of it. All of it. Okay. So, boom, check me out. I was actually I uh, I hired my boy Ro. Uh, if you go to my if you go to my Instagram page right now, he is a picture of me and him. It's the first picture. Uh, he was my, he's been working working as my photographer for a minute. Me, him, and Mr. Mayo had a photo shoot that day. And we were shooting for this podcast that I was going to do at the time. And I just – so anyways, we were at the house. I laid down on this big-ass beanbag chair that's in the living room at Mr. Mayo's house. And I laid back on the beanbag, and then I just kind of rested my neck backwards. And I didn't know he was taking my picture, but he started just shooting just me right there. And so then fast forward a couple of weeks, he sends me over all the pictures. I'm looking, at, I'm looking through them with my partner. And he's like, hey, yo, that's the cover of behavior. I'm like, nah. I'm like, I don't even like it like that. I'm like, it's okay. Like, because um, Rowan had to edit it because there was this big-ass vein sticking out of my forehead in the picture. I was like, I don't really like it. I ain't really feeling it. We're up the bound. And then I told Ro that, you know, that I wanted to see it as a cover. So then Ro played with it and, and fixed it all up and then sent it over. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I, was, I got on board. So it was never supposed to be the cover. It was, it, it, I mean, it, I guess it was, you know, if you look at it in terms of, like, things being meant to be, but I didn't choose it for the cover. Mm. Shout out to Bay. We knew what it was, yeah. we knowing what we needed without even knowing what was going on. Yeah, homie keeps me right. He keep me he keep me together because I don't be seeing shit. And he likes to like <laughs> he likes to invert colors and like play with this and that. And, and he's never like afraid to to kind of make to, to to take an image and blow it up and you know make it just make it look different, make it look wild. Wow. So. Behavior out now on all streaming platforms. Before I let you go, you got to do it for me. How you do it for me? Please let them know where they can find you at on all things in the world of social media. Oh yeah, so uh, I'm an Apollo Mighty on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, uh, and then I am Apollo Mighty on YouTube. So then the new and the new sorry, and the new video is up on my YouTube platform right now. Go over and check that out. It's called Arrival. Uh, it was directed by my boyfriend Daniel Kyrie, and it was um, it's co-starring Danny Classic and Mr. Mayo. And y'all, he he don't tweet. So when y'all get to his Twitter and you realize all the tweets old as shit, yeah, that's it. Is that one right there? I've tweeted so on Instagram. Tell I've tweeted. But he stay on Instagram. So make sure y'all. I stay on Instagram. But every now and then I have a thought, and I'd be like, I'll hop on Twitter. Cause, I mean, I'm I'm intimidated by Twitter because like I he like one of them boys. Let me tell y'all the real deal, Holyfield. 
he one of them boys who find his shit and he know he find his shit, so he purposely be teasing people with them pictures he be doing. And then like, so he'll post all his fucking sexy um Apollo Mighty pictures on his on his post storyline, but then he'll get on his um story story like, oh I'm so in love. You be like, boy, shit. <laughs> he be teasing us single bitches like, oh so you just gonna show off like that or whatever like. Oh, so y'all ought to eat and stuff like that or whatever. Like, oh, oh, okay, Apollo Money, I, I see you. But no. Yeah. Apollo. Yeah, I, I like to use my platform to do different things, you know. He's a troublemaker. Y'all got to follow him. He's so fucking dope as a person, as a creative, as a human being, as a whole. From the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you. I rock with you. I thank you for this project. I thank you for presenting us 10 minutes of behavior and allowing us to share in the zone in which you were in and really interpreting what a lot of us were going through, have been going through, and will going through. This is a classic for me. It's a staple in all of my playlists. So stop fucking playing. Do your thing, shorty. Fuck it up. It's yours. Thank you, 2021 sir. was yours. Um, 2020 was yours. 2021 will be yours. I'm with it. I fuck with the movement. Keep us in tune in all things you because you know Whatever you do, I'm going to make it do what it do. You feel me? Yeah, I appreciate you, man. I really do. Listen, I told you all three things, latest, greatest, and nothing but the exclusive. I presented you the man, the creative behind behavior, Apollo Mighty. Y'all make sure y'all stay in tune. Stream me now on all streaming platforms. Click the links below. Until next time, I'm Diamond Keyson. Y'all stay blessed.